was kind of waiting for you to count off there. This is you, man. Yep. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Cross Politics. Good to be with you. We have a great show coming out to you. We got Burgess Owens. Super Bowl winner. Super Bowl. University of Miami. Oh, man. Uh, Don't hold that against Running for Congress. We'll get there. We'll get there. But first, before we get to Burgess Owens, please join the Fight Lab Feast Club. We'll see you also in Nashville, October 1st through the 3rd. All club members get $100 off. Discount. To the conference, but you got to be a club member to get that discount. Okay. And if you join now, you get one of these awesome T-shirts. You get, yep, we'll send you a Fight Laugh Feast T-shirt. There's all, oh, sorts, that, uh, all sorts of good stuff in our club portal. We dropped in the last two weeks, and maybe you can help me with this. We dropped uh, God in Government with, with Gary, Gary Mar, Uncle Gary, yeah. Uh, no Limit Eschatology That's with right. Uncle Gary also. That's right. We just dropped uh, Ricardo. We already yeah, got some we, good feedback so from we did Ricardo. The 30-minute show with Ricardo. Oh, the rest that, of that interview. That's yeah. right. And it lasted actually about an hour and a half Whoa. that we continued to talk to Ricardo He's days afterwards. president of Georgia right to life. That's right. And he is no joke, man. Oh, man. Hey, I hey, like he's, he's already signed up to come to the conference. Oh, there probably, you go. I don't know if I should If Ricardo's that, doing it, you should be doing <laughs> it. Exactly. <laughs> hey, this show's brought to you by One Hat. Does your business need a simpler oh. digital workflow? <laughs> your software Is your software difficult for new people to learn? Wait a second. Hold on. Are there gaps in your software? <sighs> oh. <sighs> I got the hat. In your software, it just doesn't do everything you wanted to do. Uh-huh. Let One Hat make your life easier with custom software mm-hmm. built just for your needs. One Hat is not a hat company. Mm-mm. But they do have hats. Even though Chocolate Knox <laughs> is wearing their hat. That's right. One Hat Technologies too. excels at creating beautiful, easy-to-use, and powerful business software. Their motto is software craftsmanship to the glory of God. They've been in business for 18 years and are striving Ooh. to live out the lordship of Jesus Christ in the technology world. Praise yeah. So take the headache out of your day-to-day business processes <laughs> with custom software or a website or a mobile app. Visit onehat.com. <laughs> forward slash cross politic today that's one hat o-n-e-h-a-t dot com slash cross politic just just so you guys know i've been working with scott so scott and one hat's been working with us and cross politic and helping us on all the back end stuff there's a oh, lot man. of back thank you stuff scott that we gotta, yeah so he's, he's so awesome visit them to work with yeah and mention cross politic just yeah kudos yeah hey with us on the line right now mr burgess owens he's a former university of miami nfl star who travels the country now delivering messages of optimism and hope, and he's doing it now on cross-politic even. Ooh. One of the first three black Americans to play football at the University of Miami. Oh, He earned a Bachelor of Science degree in biology and chemistry. Watch out. Oh. And simultaneously gained recognition as a football powerhouse. Following college, Burgess was the 13th player, first defensive back drafted in the first round by the New York Jets. I didn't know he went first round. Okay. Later that year, he was selected as the Jets Rookie of the Year and to the NFL's All-Rookie Team. Wow. He was traded to the Oakland Raiders. Oh, no, which I'm, which I'm, about them Raiders. <laughs> no. sorry, sorry to hear, but Burgess led the Raiders' defensive squad in tackles on their way to a Super Bowl championship in 1980. Yep. In his last year with the Raiders in 82, he had led the team in interceptions and mm. was selected as first alternate to the NFL All-Pro Bowl. Since retiring from the NFL in 83, Burgess has been involved in both corporate and entrepreneurial endeavors. Burgess travels the country, speaking on the intrinsic principles that underline the foundation of our American way of life. He's the author of How to Turn Good Men, in, oh, it's called Liberalism, How to Turn Good Men into Whiners, Weenies, and Wimps. Oh. <laughs> oh. The three and, W's. And, yeah, and, and Why I Stand, From Freedom to the Killing Fields of Socialism. And mm. now he's running for Utah's 4th Congressional District. Burgess Owens, thanks for joining us on Cross Politic. Thank you so much. And first of all, let me say a couple things. You guys, I can tell, have a lot of fun with Cross. <laughs> and, uh, and 
<laughs> and the other thing is, I love, love, love uh, uh, Nashville guys. So, oh, good luck on that one. That that okay. is a beautiful city, great people. Uh, I just, I just love those folks there. Really, really. Yeah, good we're we're so, looking forward yeah, to it. Well, we'll, we'll register now. <laughs> Registration's open. Come on, Burgess. <laughs> so we are excited to get you on Cross Politic because we've heard that you're such a big fan of reparations. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, let, let, let me let me say this, guys. The big the big throughout uh, that entire introduction that you gave me, the most important thing I can say is I am a proud American. Love our country. Love our history. Uh, love those, the, the part of our history that many people don't know about. With Black Americans, Hispanic Americans, I mean everybody that that's been successful in this country because of the tenets that make our country great. That all starts with our Judeo Christian values that we have founded on and that still lives and thrives today. So uh, I'm excited about that. And, of course, uh, the reparation piece, uh, <laughs> as, as you know, listen, listen to my congressional, uh, uh, my congressional testimony. That's a, a strategy of the left. Uh, they continue to, to uh, try to make us victims, uh, try to make us feel that we are dependent on government versus dependent on our God, our Savior, and uh, we need to make sure we fight against that. So, I'm just thankful to be part of the narrative, like with you guys. We're talking, we have the technology, mm. so we can get the word out and people can communicate together and we can beat this evil ideology, godless ideology of social democracy. Mm. You, you, say, you say it's a strategy of the left, but man, I ain't going to lie. This, this, I was talking to my mom about this, and boy, it sounds really good to get some free money. At least money that you feel like you would have had if you hadn't been interrupted or your grandparents had been interrupted in the, the process of trying to have the American dream. I remember my mom saying to me, you know, we've worked hard. We've, we've tried to do everything that we can to play in, in, a, in the, the economics of America now. And it seems like we just can't get ahead. So reparations feels like you're finally getting us to the level that we should have been at years ago. Right. That's what they're trying to do with the left. Right. Well, well and here's the thing. Uh, Karl Marx, uh, the founder of socialism, uh, uh, a true whiner weaning a wimp, by the way. You know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, his, his, his statement was, the first battleground is rewriting of history. What we need to understand is our history. What we understand is the greatness of the, of the generation that came before us. Uh, my parents and my parents' parents were not, were not um, hapless, hopeless people. They were true victors. They took the, the, uh, the opportunities they have. A lot of people don't realize, for instance, in the 40s, 50s, and 60s, it was a black community that led our country in the growth of the middle class. Men matriculated from college. Men committed to marriage over 70%, and the percentage of entrepreneurs over 40%. We were kicking butt, guys. Mm. And that's the history that people, that the left does not want to know, because if they, if we, if they knew that, they, then the message would be simply this. Even coming out of slavery, we were the most competitive race in our country because we believed in our American tenets. We believe in education. We believe in God. We believe in industry, free enterprise. And we believe in the family unit more than any other culture out there. And so they had, they had to flip that upside down to get us to where we are today. And then they, then they delete all this great history to tell us that we never were any good. We we're always hopeless, wait, waiting for the, uh, the white man to do good to us. And that's not the truth. So we need to understand our history, be proud of who we are, proud of our, our heritage, proud of our, the fact that we're Americans, and then take advantage of what's going on right now. Go out there, get jobs, get businesses, teach our kids, and, and, and teach them that this country, we need to look at each other the way God does, inside out, not outside in. We do that, and our country will, will heal itself, 
uh, and and not continue to be divided the way the left wants it to be divided. So we're we're uh, as a as a host, we're reading through a book right now um, that's kind of challenging us on how we think about 1964, 65, or civil proven rights. how we feel. About yeah, yeah, or, or proven how we feel about. It. We're we're kind of revisiting, you know, the 1964 civil rights legislation, and uh, you know, are you for that legislation or against it? I was for it because it allowed. Now, this is this is civil rights. This is the opportunity for us to, like every other American, to do have full access. The, the 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 problem did not. The problem came, and by the way, that was the Democratic Party that stood against us having access, full access. Mm. What I I think was the problem is the message that came from the leftists, the socialists within the black community, that said the only way we can succeed is to break up our black community and 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 sprint toward white the white community, sprint to white schools, sprint to white businesses. That's not the way our, our society has functioned. Every single culture has always had the same issues. When we came here and we had a problem with, with you know, the assimilation process, assimilation, so they built from within. Yeah. And Booker T. Washington's message was very simply, don't force people to accept you. Gain their respect and they will automatically accept you. Build from within. Build the greatest communities, the greatest manufacturing, the, the greatest families, and believe me, people want to be part of who you are. It, it's natural. That's meritocracy is something that's very innate within our society. Look at what's happened to NFL, NBA. Listen, guys, when I came to the NFL in 1973, there were no black quarterbacks, black centers, middle uh, uh, linebackers. Black coaches? Or, uh, <laughs> yeah. Black coaches. Yeah, you, know why, you know why that changed? Because people love to win. Yeah. And when you mm. want to win, you find the best talent. It doesn't matter what they look like, right. how tall they are. If they can help you win, you're part of it. We have lost that when we start getting into this process, looking at people based on their color and, and telling them that they have a sorry past. I, I, what bothers me more than anything, I know what my parents went through. My, my, my parents, the greatest generation. For us to be teaching our kids that they were hapless, hopeless, and waiting and oppressed. Mm. They did nothing until 64 is an insult. Insult for every single generation that came out of slavery. And, I, I, and personally, that's one of the things I'm most offended about is that we are now saying because our parents were failures, you you owe us. White people owe us because our parents did not do their job. That is that is totally incorrect, and it bothers me to no end. So you 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 were, used to be a Democrat, yeah, and and you you made yeah. a transition <laughs> over to Republican. What what happened? Why why and how did you do that? Well, you know it's interesting because I think that's that's what's happening across the country to many Americans now. I was brought up in a democratic home with conservative values. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not saying that there, right. all right? And, I, and as I talk to more black Americans, they feel the same exact way. Mm-hmm. We believe in family unity. We believe in God. We believe in sanctity of life. We believe in entrepreneurship. We, we have those tenets, but because of the propaganda that continues to flow, and they're doing such, such a good job with it now, they have tied themselves into being our saving party when they've been just the opposite. Mm-hmm. So when Reagan when Reagan came along and I, I came out of the and I, I just I'm gonna share with you guys that, that a lot of people are just now finding out. When I came out of the NFL, I started a business that I, and I was at that time a very liberal Democrat. Mm. But I and I I say a very cocky liberal Democrat. And I started a business and thinking like most cocky liberals do. When I say cocky, you know what's coming next, right? Anyway, <laughs> yeah. uh, so I, I just Humility. knew that this business was the yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Seven years later, that business that I was so confident about went under. Yeah. And at that point, I recognized, and I we lost, literally lost everything. Went from a beautiful home in in uh, in, in uh, Long Island, New York, to 
a basement apartment for about three or four months, a basement apartment in, mm. in, in Brooklyn with my four kids. Wow. And because I was taught as a kid that men do whatever they have to do, there's no work that is not good work as long as it's honest. Yeah. And I was a chimney sweep for a little bit, and during the daytime, I was a security guard at night. Yep. Um, and did, did not call my dad because I, you know, I wanted to make this happen. I didn't want him to know I had failed so, so tremendously. Yeah. <laughs> this was before cell phone. So, so yeah. unless, unless you called him, he didn't know. Uh, <laughs> you wouldn't post it on Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. So, so I came through that, and, and I remember one night standing in my basement apartment looking out the, 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 um, the, uh, the road view mirror, I mean, a window, and I thought to myself how blessed I was as opposed to my next door neighbor, because I knew that this was temporary. I knew that there was a God in heaven. He wanted more for me than this. And there was something coming out of this that I can, that I can learn from. And I, I tell you, being humble and understand that this country is about second chances is what I now tell every single American I can talk with. If I can do it as a chimney sweep and come back to middle class, anybody can do it. Hmm. And that's the message we have to give out there. It, 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 it's not where we are today. It's the dreams that we're allowed to have because we're Americans. And then the work ethic that we can learn how to do and serving other people, being good to other people, not being a jerk. If you do all that, you can make it in this country. Right. And, uh, but, and so that's my message. And, and that, so go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, but, but Trump's kind of a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me, let, me tell you, let me tell you how, how, I, how I view our, our politicians. We've had smooth, slick, good, articulate politicians for decades. And every single one of them put our race more in depth, more in misery, because misery is a strategy they forgot us, they didn't think about it. We now have a president who I, I kind of I get I, 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 I kind of sum up in this way: the guy hates bullies. He just hates bullies, and I say that because when I was growing up in Deep South in the '60s, KKK days, being the first integrator, mm-hmm. uh, my high school and then my college, yeah. I know what it is to fight bullies. And my dad, my dad taught me a very simple lesson. When you see a bully, you run him as fast as you can and hit him as hard as you can. Right. So what we have is a yep. president. We have a president yeah. who's fighting the bullies for us for the first time, and he's getting the lowest unemployment for black Americans, Hispanic Americans, uh, Asian Americans, veterans, young people, because the policies of Americans are not are colorblind. It doesn't matter what race you are. If the policies work for an Asian or an Indian or a black American, it should work for everybody. Mm. And that's what we're seeing by by making sure we have more money in our pockets, that many people that are coming off the sideline for the first time in years literally are working again. Do you know what that does to self-esteem of somebody who gets up in the morning and knows he's going to a job, he's, he's earning his pay, he's earning his way, he comes home, his parents, his kids can see, he's bringing food home. That is such a powerful, powerful um, emotion, yeah, and more Americans feel that emotion now than ever before. So I think I think you would probably agree with me that maybe Mitt Romney should be kicked out of the Republican Party. <laughs> You know what? You know what's interesting? I think he should go and be the Democrat he is. I really do. I say, be honest with you guys, you know, it's, it's one thing, I think America across the board, and particularly in this district that I'm in right now, we believe in two things. Number one, be fair and keep your word. Be fair and keep your word. Even if we're on the same, we, we right now, we can all right now be on, the, on in different areas in terms of different parties. But as long as we know that we're being treated fairly and, we're, and, 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 and whoever, whatever we're saying to each other is, is honest, we can respect each other. Mm-hmm. What, what I don't appreciate is a politician, a politician who can see what's going on for the last few years being totally treated unfairly by a deep state of evil ideology, people that are up and up in our, our society, mm-hmm. 
and 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 then say that because because of because of a phone call that is very obvious it was a very fair phone call. Yeah. It, was, it was a great phone call. To me, that's it. <laughs> it was perfect. It was perfect. Donald Trump says. I was trying to stay away from those words, but so anyway, to, to me, that is a, that is betrayal of not only our values, our country, but our state of Utah because we we didn't we didn't like that that call at all. So so no, Mitchell, go ahead and be a Democrat. Unfortunately, with the Democratic Party, I'll be honest with you guys, those guys uh, are not loyal. If you if you if you stray off that plantation, eight. Yeah, they will ooh, come ooh. at you. Oh, so I don't know how. I don't know how. Oh. I, I don't know how Ron's going to navigate this one. All right, so anyway, <laughs> yeah. But Burgess, before we go, I want to ask you one last question. One of the things that I look at is you look yeah. at. We just had Black History Month, and I watched the movie Forty Two. Um, I hadn't seen it. It came out two thousand thirteen. It was an amazing Great, yeah. film, Great film, but even a better story of what happened. But as you look back historically, and you see kind of where black black people have been since the end of slavery up until now, there has been a different type of black person up until about the 1940s or 50s. And you see that fruit of that even in the 60s. What 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 happened there that started to change the makeup of the black community? What was that? What was the cookie that we took what, from what, the what, what, what a great, great question. Thank you. And, and I'll say this. Because I, 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 I was raised by a dad who went to war uh, at 18 years old and, and uh, you know, 40, 44, yeah. 1944. He came back. He was able, he was not able to, to, to take his postgraduate work down in Texas because he's, because Jim Crow was. He yeah. got his, he, he, and I ran across a box of letters and a box of letters when he passed away or rejection letters from across the country. He used that as motivation. Wow. He didn't look at that as being a, mm. a, a put down. I never saw it. He never brought it up. It was motivation. He ended up going to Ohio State where he got his PhD, came back south to play, to work at Florida NL for 40 years. As a researcher and a, a professor and entrepreneur in America, we traveled the world, guys. When I was five years old, I lived in Monrovia and in Swakoko Village in, in Liberia mm. because he was doing a research project there. Mm. That was that. That was that era. They were going from poor parents to the middle class. Every single that generation was going to middle class. Mm. What we lost is we forgot that as we're moving forward, we fell asleep at the wheel. We we were dreaming, we were doing our thing, and, and raising our kids. And, and, and being eternal optimist, not knowing that behind the curtain, these, uh, these socialist elitists are always working against us. They flipped off our, our community by, first of all, taking away our womanhood. We took, we, we put women into situations where they, as long as they didn't have a husband, they had as many kids as they want to, didn't have a job, they're sitting on the stoop and wait for their, wait for their check, then they were going to get paid every single week. Mm-hmm. So they, they disengaged from being married. They disengage from uh, looking for a husband to take care of them. And these, these young boys grew up in this environment. They understood what a man looked like. A man came in at night. He left in the morning. He shared a check. And he, he never committed to anything. Mm. That's what they grew up thinking. So you take away manhood and womanhood. And then you take away God, which the left always does. You have a mess. You have Chicago, uh, Baltimore, uh, Philadelphia, where, where life is not valued. Mm. And then they, put, then they put 80% of their abortion centers in the black community. Yep. So they killed 20 million of our black babies. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what happens? Life means nothing to these, to these kids growing up. Mm. So we have to understand ideology of socialism and Marxism that lays very well deeply in the Democratic Party is nothing but evil. And anything it touches, they will destroy. Mm. No matter where it is around the country, around the world, in the history of time, it will destroy us. Wow. So we're now fighting that. And I'm, I'm glad to have conversations like this with you guys. 
because we now as a country across the board and our different backgrounds and, and rock stations and using technology, we're winning this fight because we're waking up. Mm. And once Americans wake up, guys, we do one thing every single time. We win big time. Mm. So I, I'm looking forward to that process and, and just glad to be part of it uh, with, with your team for sure. I, I, think, I think our next phone call with Burgess is, is we needed to debate the differences between Christianity and Mormonism. Ooh. That's where I want to go. I mean, That's where I want to go we, with we, Burgess. I mean, we, agreed, we agreed on too much. I know. We, we agreed, agreed on, on too much. We didn't get a chance to fight with you very much. But the Mormon thing, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, well just, just, just remember, just remember this. Remember the title of my church is The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Just remember that, and then we can definitely have that conversation because we are all Christians, and that's what I love about it. <laughs> no, no, oh no. God. That's no. exactly where we disagree. Joseph Smith did not think we were all Christians. <laughs> hey, Burgess, what's well, the well, website we, we, we can check? Go ahead. It's, it's Burgess, Burgess, the uh, four, the number four, Utah.com. Burgess4Utah.com. Right. I love for everybody to come here and see where my, my stand is on. Okay? Uh, Thank you, guys. You're in Utah. You better check him out. Yeah, yeah, I, I check him out too. Hey, next time, Burgess, we're going to fight about this one. <laughs> okay. Appreciate you, man. I love you. All right, brother. Okay, guys. Have a good one. You Take too. Right. If you're single, get married. If you're married, have kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them until Sunday. Love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. This is Cross Politics.